Hello and welcome. This is another episode. We're back. This is Soul Purpose Season 4 in 2024. Still going, still alive, you know. I think not promising the frequency of this stuff is just what keeps the magic alive. You never know when it's going to happen, you know. One thing is that I am recording on the way to work and sometimes when technology doesn't do what I want it to do, I turn into a boomer. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I turn into a boomer. So right now I can't hear myself record. So I actually don't know if I'm recording or not. But honestly, that's okay. At least I have something um, of sustenance to give you guys, even if I can't hear it, you know. I'm kind of like, dang, am I really recording a podcast if I don't hear the feedback of myself? But anyways, it's 2024, a new year. As far as goals this year, they're kind of just to be happy with my chest, you know. I had Ashley and Kendra over at my house. We had like our Friendsgiving and we did what I wanted to do for a while, which is a presentation to the class. And let me elaborate. And so what we did is that we had our, we didn't really do it on PowerPoint. We like kind of created like the slide quote unquote um, on like whatever digital editor thing that we liked like I did mine on procreate Ashley did hers on um, illustrator and then Kendra did hers on novice I don't know I forgot the name and so we presented to the class two slides one was our mood board slash vision board for 2024 and then the second slide was like our breaking news like our updates and everything and it was actually really cute to do because it's like you know you're usually kind of nervous for a presentation in front of a class right but when it's in front of your friends it's like two people it's like two people you know really well and so you can really let your personality come out with it and you know you get feedback that's cool and so we gave each other um like Kendra what was she was saying was a good point was um how on you know your mood board vision board like how can the two of us help you you know get to your goal of like being happy with your chest and all these other things that we talked about and it was really wholesome you know and so I one of my goals was to kind of revamp up soul purpose again and you know when you when you have something around for so long, sometimes the purpose of it changes, sometimes the interface of it changes. Um, and I feel like this was something that was very fun for me to just talk, especially now that I'm, I'm at therapy every other week, I got like a little bit more to say, you know, talking to therapy, like every week, it kind of, it kind of grabbed all the tea that I wanted to talk about, or not even like the content specifically per se, but more, just the action of talking for like an hour and then the other side's input is like kind of a little to none just because that's how it's supposed to be right and so now a goal that I have with this podcast is just to talk about should I like and just to be happy with my chest and what's actually hindering me right now from being happy with my chest is this fucking truck 
that's deciding to break um, while we're going down Colgrove. And the thing about Colgrove is that it's a hill for people that don't know. And when you go up a hill on a freeway, there's no stoplights. There's no stoplights. There's no street lights. So the reason this guy is breaking is unbeknownst to me. And it's actually kind of treading on my happiness. It's kind of making me actually the opposite of happy. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a sip of coffee from the Nespresso. Hold on. Delicious. And I feel happy already. See, so it's like things are things are playing. Things things are coming into play. Things are working out. Um, you know, life is what you make it. People say it's hard. I think it's easy. And kind of coming down from that to transition, something that's been really making me happy is smut. Okay, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm like just tuning back to like my you know what my inner <laughs> that's not my inner child, my inner teenager. Okay, my inner teenager ate up romance. Okay, all the shoujo anime, shoujo manga, romance movies, rom coms, televisions with characters in it that have slow burns. Bitch, excuse me, I got excited. Yeah, and so my inner teenager, I think, is coming out. And they're like, whoa, okay, like books with a story. That's very cool. You know, homage to Twilight and Hunger Games where there's drama and romance. But now that I'm an adult that pays my taxes and my mortgage, I'm going to need to see a little bit of kissing and licking and fucking and sucking. You know, like I need a little something else, a little bit of spice. And reading about it, dude, sometimes like these, these female authors are fucking stronger than the military they can make lore so complicated and detailed and then they can make the characters just like fucking just on each other and you know what it's done tastefully it's not nasty it's very like these characters are yearning after each other they're both struggling with their inner challenges and their morals and then they fucking lick and fucking suck on each other Ooh, woo! And that's just what's been doing it for me. I don't know. And it's kind of funny, too, because it's like I'd be reading on my Kindle. Um, very rarely do I have the physical copy in my hand nowadays. But um, when I do have my Kindle, like it looks like I'm smart. It looks like I'm reading nonfiction to non-readers you know what I mean and so it makes me look like the cool girl and really what I'm reading is just like about you know fairies smashing and book boyfriends smashing and love stories and scary stuff but yeah so that's that's where I'm at right now and honestly I don't mind it I think that's why I've um I've uh, acquired the taste for those books for probably like over half a year now, honestly. Because I think I got my Kindle. I forget specifically when I got my Kindle, but ever since I got the Kindle, probably like a month after I got it, that's when I discovered naughty, naughty books. And that's when I became a very naughty, naughty person. But also, the stats don't lie. I've read four books this year already, guys. Are you guys jealous? Are you guys jealous? Maybe, maybe what I read wasn't the most educational, 
But did I have fun? Yes. And do I need to read something educational to enjoy reading? Hell fucking no. I'm being happy with my chest. If it makes me happy or it makes me joyful or it makes me swing my feet in the air and go hee 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 hee, I'm going to fucking do it. Fuck it. I want to feel shy. I want to feel embarrassed. Like, I don't know what it is about these stories, but when I feel like shy towards like what the main character says, the main male character or like, you know, something like really naughty happens like sometimes I gotta pause like I gotta turn off my kindle like even sometimes stuff is dirty for me and I'm like whoa what (laughs) what are we talking about what are we talking about um and that's a super addicting feeling getting to that like dialogue that just you know you just like damn I never heard it like that before um and I was joking around with uh, my friend Casey who is my coworker, but we're also family friends, so we have some history there. But also, I do, ooh, I'm pulling up on a cop right now. I don't know how he's going to like this mic situation, so I'm going to break a little bit. I'm going to break a little bit, and I'm going to be a little incognito. Hold on. Oh, he has a thing in his windshield, in his uh, window that says notice out of service, so that's pretty good to know. So I think if he pulls me over, then I can pull him over for lying. Anyways, Casey and I... I discovered that she really likes books too and I was like okay she's she says she likes books I can see her on the Kindle e-reader on her phone and then I was like yo what kind of books do you read because sometimes you don't you don't really fully go into it being like it's not like the fucking Jehovah's Witness with like Mormonism where you're trying to spread the word you know it's like and it's an exclusive club okay you don't just say hey what kind of smut are you reading like do you read smut hell no that's not tasteful bitch Anyways, so I was like, hey, what kind of books do you read? And she's just bouncing off some titles. And, you know, girls know by the titles. Okay. Seasoned veterans know by the fucking title. And that's it. And so I'm asking her what kind of books she reads. And then, you know, she's naming a few. And I forget how we got, like, slowly into it. But um, I was reading A Touch of Darkness at the time. And A Touch of Darkness is something that, you know, I think about Hades, like, very often you know and it's because of that book and so now to the present date we're both hella sisses sisters and smut and so we share book recommendations we read each other's book recommendations and you know we have a key about it we talk about it we blush about it and you know I don't give a fuck you know nurses are people too so sometimes we do it at work okay not it's not like people are fucking dying at our clinic it's an ambulatory clinic so they ambulate outside the clinic they're fine and so sometimes there's downtime during the clinic sometimes I got the convenience of the Kindle turn it on read a couple pages blush a little bit share something and then put it away get to work again you know because I'm a hustler I'm a multitasker I got more than just the Madonna versus mom role you know it's not gross anyways so yeah reading has been my shit right now especially the really like slutty naughty stuff and that's just what makes me excited right now and before I was kind of like shy to say it especially towards like Jordan but now I'm just like you know what fuck it like if anything like you should kind of be embarrassed that I'm like reading these books and I'm like I'm like blushing a little bit like maybe I should show Jordan some of the highlights that I got and like maybe he could like say them (laughs) maybe he could like say them anyways can I stop saying anyways 
I take like one sip of coffee. I don't know how to act. So let me take another sip. So on my trek and driving, if you guys were curious. Now, let's see. How long have I been fucking talking? Maybe like 15 minutes or less. I forgot to do the time on this shit. Because, again, this shit was giving me the hardest time. And when technology just doesn't do what I it's supposed to be doing, it pisses me the frick off. Because I'm like, what do I look like? Do I look like I work at NASA? Do I look like an engineer? Do I look like an IT? Like, why can't it just be simple? And so I definitely turn into, like, a boomer rage when, like, technology is, like, not doing anything. And sometimes, too, like, Jordan will make fun of me. He'll be like, you're such a boomer. And if it's towards technology, like, I give him a little face that I don't agree. But, like, I can't say anything because it's actually really true. And so on my trek now, I'm getting to that wonderful split of the 5 and the 405. And what's so beautiful about this is that everybody hates to do the zipper method. And everybody likes to eat each other's ass and be so close to each other's behind that um, nobody can merge properly and everybody breaks because they're going to crash into each other because there's no space separating the cars. And um, this is where the first wave of traffic comes in. And it's really actually beautiful to see human nature so um, stupid. It's very human. It's very humanistic. Yeah, so I'm going back and forth between being very sarcastic and, you know, very happy. And I think that's like my happy medium because I feel like being happy all the time is something that's kind of hard for me because I'm constantly always like two in the moment that I'm like but I was happier in the last moment so like this moment how is I going to be happier than that and that's just me being a little too meta about it and so something that actually I find funny is being sarcastic and people can't tell that I'm being sarcastic and so that's um it's kind of hard for people who don't know me well but when I'm really sarcastic and monotone I'm a very expressive person you know and so when I'm very monotone, um, yeah, that's me being sarcastic because I feel like my tone fluctuates a lot. That's one thing that I can't control about myself is my tone. Like if, especially if I'm really angry, like I think, um, my impatience and my tone can really come out. And so it's, um, right now also I'm like trying to drive and stay alive and make a decision if I should go on the 405 or the five, um, Usually the gripe I have with the five is that I have to go past the 170 and five merge and sometimes that's even more traffic. But you know what? Um, I'm going to go that way. I'm going to make an executive decision to go that way. And OK, you know what? Sorry if this podcast is not freaking entertaining. I'm freaking driving and trying to stay alive and not get arrested and go to jail and also I'm kind of fucking wired on my coffee right now. Sometimes the Nespresso pods, like I feel like they pack a little bit something extra in some, in some packs. Cause some packs are like, I don't feel anything. And then some packs I'm like, I'm going to poop myself. Um, and you know what? I'm driving the proper way. I'm looking 15 seconds ahead. So one thing that I do always feel like I can navigate pretty well is traffic to work. Because I'm not one of those, like, freaking, like, losers that's like, oh, I'm going to keep on changing into the lane that, that is always moving. I'm going to change every time the lane stops and I'm going to la, la, la. No, 
what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, okay, you're supposed to look ahead and you're supposed to stay in that lane until that lane moves. And if you haven't moved for two minutes, then you move. If you keep going back and forth, you're going to cause an accident. And you know what? Maybe I really do have something against like other drivers. And what's funny is I'm not like the best driver either. So um, that's kind of funny. Whatever. Life isn't that fucking serious. Like, why take my opinion so serious? I'm not even a I'm not even a, I'm not a truck driver. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a UPS driver, not Amazon driver. I'm just a fucking driver of myself to work and I can do that well in my opinion. And what's funny is that like with some podcasts that I've been watching, a lot of people are like, you know, you got to have like an opinion, like a defi- a definitive opinion cuz like it's like if you have a podcast and you just keep talking around things without having an opinion, it's kind of boring. You know, it's like you have to put like pieces of you into your podcast and being opinionated versus indifferent is definitely more entertaining you know but then it's like you get pigeonholed into being like having a a certain type of view and I'm like talking as if I'm like gonna be super super famous and there's like millions of people criticizing my podcast and like talking about it and like delving into it but really I feel like I've been on such a social media hiatus like I'm not I don't post much I don't interact much and that's because like I wanted to seem like I'm not on it like I want to be like anonymous even though I'm not I want to I just want to be like moving in silence you know because I feel like with anything you do it feels like you're doing something wrong and I don't know if that makes sense but I'm going to talk about something right now and I need you to listen to me so back in 2019 right with the pandemic everybody was still kind of posting kind of regularly right and then after the pandemic happened nobody's really posting because there's nothing to post about right but also what happened during the pandemic was the BLM movement and so everybody's social media got moved towards um, stirring it up and bringing awareness to you know businesses movements organizations charities all to support BLM right and there was a saying right that if you don't post if you're silent about it you're a part of the problem which I do believe to an extent and so here I am every normal day person I'm posting on the BLM like what I gotta post but then you know of course we're not in such a social media frenzy now about that but you know it's still an important matter right and keep keep that in mind it's still important even though it's like not being posted about right and so now we fast forward pandemic has quote-unquote gone through like most of the severity and now we're in this period where um, there's some people posting how they regularly do and some people who have just not come back now there's those issues with Gaza right and freeing Palestine and raising awareness about that and um, it's definitely something that I don't see in the media as much as the BLM was during the pandemic but I think that's also because you know everybody was in their house during the pandemic so it's very concentrated the world that we got through our phone because that was our branch outside of the house right outside of quarantine now we're not in any kind of quarantine but you know there's these issues pressing with Gaza that are very urgent and up there 
as they should right but um I feel like I don't see that many people post about it but at the same time I'm like sometimes people can choose what they want to put on social media but I feel like you know sometimes people treat social media like a job versus like some people are treating it as something merely for like pleasure and for like personal use they just happen to have followers who are like you know a good amount and so there's this gray line of people who are like who I feel like it mostly like hurts influencers when people are like giving backlash about like hey this person has this big of a platform and they're not posting anything about Gaza they're not posting anything about BLM and it makes sense but at the same time I'm like um that's like a that's like a YouTuber with a hundred thousand followers like they shouldn't be doxxed for something that's like if if like you know people assume something like they assume if you don't post about something that you don't support it and I think that's a very shallow way to look at it is what I'm trying to get to you know it's like oh just because they don't post about supporting it like maybe maybe they don't use social media as something like as something like that you know what I mean like maybe people use social media especially Instagram of something to like catalog photos and memories but it's like not somewhere you get your news if that makes sense and I just feel like it's weird now with social media because I feel like if I post normally I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel weird about um I'm gonna feel weird about posting something regular and then I also see some rant like some stuff sprinkled around about like Gaza and the things that are going out in Gaza and it's justified you know it's like their choice to put what they want but I feel that pressure to post stuff or else people are going to assume that I don't support like the cause of freeing Palestine and it's very weird and dystopian like who who is my account my account's like what like 500 600 followers that's a that's a good amount you know I'm not gonna lie that's a good amount but that's like Facebook friends you know it's like you always have a ton and so it just feels weird to me that Sometimes people are using social media for different intentions, but they're being put on the same chopping block for like things they post and don't post. And it just makes me feel like, okay, I don't know what's the right decision. So I'm just not going to like, I'm not going to exist on social media anymore. That's like my, my gripe because people who are near and dear and close to me know that I would be a person to support anything that is fucking humanitarian and makes sense and is right, you know? But it's like, if somebody doesn't know me and they're like, oh, this per- this person's always posting about, like, their life and how it's good, but what about the people suffering in Gaza? I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that those things are happening and I, and I can't control it, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, wow, why am I, uh, why would I get singled out? And, you know, it hasn't happened, but it just feels like it could happen. And that anxiety just makes me not want to do anything on social media, man. Like, fuck. And I, I don't know if it's like something that anybody else feels, but it's definitely like I, I want my social media to just be there just for fun. And it's like social media is such like an important thing for people that like it's it's not just fun anymore. You know, it's like it's like your portfolio of you as a person and if you don't showcase like things that should be supported when people are showing what should be supported it's just like you kind of you could always get some kind of commentary that's like you know not the nicest and that possibility just being a possibility is it's freaky you know like I'm just a girl I just want to post about stuff but then I get this anxiety like oh I'm going to be doxxed for something because I'm not posting about something that other people are posting about you know what I mean Let me take a sip.
so update on the trek to work i am navigating this 175 split like a fucking boss okay it's 748 usually i like to get to work parked by eight o'clock because it gives me time to chill i need a debriefing period before i start work because it's like you gotta you gotta wake up from your coffee let the caffeine sit in but also it's like if i just get to work park and then go straight to the clinic like it feels like i had no me time before work and so sitting there in that parking lot for 20 minutes is like my me time you know that's my break before work starts and that shit's priceless and sometimes like if i'm down bad with my book i'll read uh sometimes i'll do my duolingo right now going strong it's supposed to be day 22 right now but i haven't done it yet <coughs> and what's funny is um I actually went yesterday. Jordan does this uh, basketball league with his friends in Little Tokyo on Sunday nights. And so I usually like to go and I went last night and they won. Let's go. I don't I don't even know what their team name is, to be honest. I'll have to ask Jordan. Um, but they did really well. Like it was like 41 to like 25, which is pretty good. And um, Jordan made a couple points, too. I was like, damn, I'm sitting courtside tonight. You know, I'm like. I was just having fun with it. And it's funny because the one of the reasons I actually was thinking about like getting Duolingo is because um, one of his friends, young men, was sitting in the bleachers and we had gone um, to see the boy and the heron in IMAX with young men and um, another like some more people in a little group and two people of that group young men and chikara they were doing duolingo while we were getting boba before the movie and then they were like yeah like i'm on day 365 i'm on day 200 la 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 i was like damn that's a pretty long streak you know and um i was like wow it could be perfect because it's like you know i want to brush up on my spanish maybe learn a little bit of japanese before march you know for the trip and um so far yeah i'm on day 22 and yesterday i talked about him with him and he was like wow like you're pretty good like I actually stopped I was like you stopped like I was shocked I was like you stopped like that was a long ass streak and he said yeah you know there was like nothing really motivating me and you know it's kind of a lot and I could understand you know even on day like 14 I was like why am I even doing this but I was like you know even just a little bit every day it already makes the streak go up so I just adjust according to like how much of a drive I have even after I go to Japan maybe i might not delve so far into it and i might try another language but i feel like as long as i i learn like another language it should be okay you know um definitely probably gonna stick to the spanish for a while because i i have been like using a little bit more spanish at work there was a patient that came last week with her daughter who was five and i was like shoot let me get my practice in let me get my practice in because that's kind of like the level i'm at like a five-year-old you know and I, you know, I asked him if they wanted like a pen and paper to draw. And then I asked her if she wants juice, just like simple things here and there. But it was nice to be able to be like, oh, like I, I practice this. I practice my Spanish. And now here I get to use it like IRL. And it was very fulfilling. And especially when I was like talking with a patient, they were just saying like um, how I was like speaking really well. They're asking me like how I learned. And, you know, when I when I speak Spanish to like my patients and uh, help them out or make them feel a little bit comfortable, it makes me feel good. You know, I'm just like, yeah, this is why I like 
to brush up on my Spanish and I didn't take Spanish in high school. I took three years of Italian actually. So maybe I will after Japanese and the drive for Japanese kind of goes down. Maybe I'll go back and learn a little bit more of my Italian, which is funny because three years is a lot of time. But honestly, I feel like I was guessing through like that whole class. Like I feel like nothing retained. And the way we would learn is like we would literally just like read um, books in Italian. We read uh, Cinderella was the first one. And then we also read, what else did we read? We read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We read Stuart Little. And dude, like when we were reading quote unquote those books, they were like in these um, paper binded things that Miss Henry who also was a math teacher, Miss Henry, and on a roll. She would make us these um, binded paper books so we could annotate. And when we got assigned reading, all I would do is um, every other word, I would just put it into Google Translate and then type it and then write it above the word. And it's only because like most of the stories, I already know the story, it helped me <laughs> to understand but the last book we read on our third year of Italian, it was called uh, Beve Affogato or something like that. It's like to drink or to drown. And it was like this play. And like that book was like the hardest thing to understand because that level of Italian was just like, so. it was like more like philosophical. And I just like, I just didn't get it. And so um, it would be nice because it's like, imagine it's like I did three years of Italian I don't remember diddly squat from it except for like how to pronounce like I could I could probably read Italian and not sound that bad but like to understand it is different and um I took w like one class in uh CO at COC for Spanish as a prereq for school for the nursing program and for some reason that shit stuck I don't know what it was but Spanish is like more way easier for me to understand and to grasp onto um even the accent as well is like um something that's easy for me to to get on board with you know so we'll see what kind of bummed me out about duolingo though is there's no tagalog and i was really surprised like i i was like oh it would be cool if i could do tagalog too then i could kind of um maybe try and talk with like my filipino patients or something but no they they got all these other languages but no tagalog but you know it's cool the amount of languages that they do have because they had navajo and hawaiian and i was like damn i was like they really got something you know and but they really need to put on tagalog next because i'm pretty sure that's like the third largest language in california and um dali city you know northridge that's where all the Filipinos be at. And now, update on driving. I'm about to exit on Roscoe. Try to get to work here. But this right turn is, like, impossible. Especially when the person next to me who's a left turn only is inching forward for no reason. Because you're going to have a stoplight. And it's green. We go. I wonder if you guys can hear, like, the ambient car noises when I'm driving. I just put the mic to my dash. <clears throat> yeah. So that's been life, man. And now I'm about to arrive at work and I'm fucking perfect timing 756. I don't know what it was about last week, but there was so much traffic for some reason. And now today wasn't as bad. I feel like tomorrow's going to be worse, though. 
usually there's no usually wednesdays and fridays are pretty good (sighs) shit motherfucker let me take a sip that shit's good this this uh double shot got me today i don't know what it is but it's got me in a good level for sure so yeah the direction of this podcast i realize i'm not the most famous podcaster in this world i'm just another bitch with a mic and so i gotta stop waiting for people to recommend me stuff to talk about because uh that's like three people and um i just gotta do that shit on my own so um i'm gonna do my best come up with uh podcast topics because I feel like it's hard for me to just talk about one thing um it's better and easier for me to go like maybe have like a list of topics and try to transition from like one to the other maybe have at least like three per podcast so that it's like something of sustenance maybe put a little segment here and there I don't know this shit's all um in the works right now um but yeah and so Jesus. There's a squeaky truck next to me. And I'm burping hella. I don't know why I'm burping hella. I think it's this milk. Excuse me. Um, But yeah, I am looking forward to another season of Soul Purpose. How many years has it been now? Maybe four? Um, Yeah, maybe four. Maybe four or five. Honestly, kind of crazy. But I'm honestly glad that I keep on trying to pick it up again. That just shows that I really do enjoy it. Even if it does get old and I like go on a pause for a little bit. But I always look at my mic and I'm like, hmm. The power of the microphone to a Leo, you know. It's it's just like hear me roar energy. And I really like that. Especially because I'm the one to listen to the podcast right before I, I air it out. And it's kind of satisfying to hear my diction and um hear what i talk about especially because i don't have a script i don't have any prepared topic right now i'm just kind of like talking and driving at the same time look hear this see i'm turning left i'm turning left in the kaiser campus very interactive for you guys to visualize my morning routine right now But as far as work goes, I've honestly been really enjoying it. Having Casey as a co-worker is really nice. She's one of the 40 hours, and so I do see her almost every day. And um, we have a lot of the same interests, which is nice. So that kind of does make it easier and uh, more satisfying to go about the day. I'm not just stuck with a 38-year-old Korean man with questionable morals, you know. And uh, what else is new with me? I'm also 36 hours at work. And so that definitely makes it easier for me to enjoy like three-day weekends here and there, which is nice. Um, And this guy's going to let me in. He's going to be like, why does she have a microphone? But it got me into the garage before it did him. So things are working out for me, guys. I'm going to let this grandpa pass the street. You're cute. It's been really nice at work, though, because I definitely do feel like I've been I've been getting into a flow state. If you guys know what the flow state is, it's basically when you just kind of everything is like automatic, you know, it's automatic. So you can like add your little touches here and there, kind of perfect your technique 
and you got a good amount of confidence that helps you do your job well you know so that's what the flow state is for me at work right now and um this mercedes is uh breaking trying to camp out for a spot when this is um a one-way so that's really cool that's really cool that they're doing that right now it's really cool and funky and fresh i'm gonna get hit by a fiat probably gonna break the fiat okay <laughs> jesus ah oh, man oh man the joys of working love love it parking spot in the front bitch okay hold on enjoy this parking hopefully i don't hit this lady um yeah i do know how to i do know how to backwards part without a backup camera i was born in 97 don't fuck with me oh okay wow seatbelts off we've arrived so guys that was really fun that was really fun hope to do it again um and wow i just changed the time to check on how long i've been talking it's been a minute it's been fucking 36 minutes so let me give you guys my fucking media and my phone slipped in between the crack of my seat so let me just put my longanisa fingers down there real quick so songs when you listen to classical it's really hard to tell people the titles of songs you like because they're fucking long and sometimes people's names are hella european and like 12 consonants in a row so one song that i really like right now it's called bleached by video days i've been reading to that song as well as piano concerto in e major op.59 number two and dante by maritz mazkowski okay if you want to know that song just go to my playlist on spotify ballet bobs it's the top song because that title is way too long other than that <clears throat> song that i've really been liking right now is kingston by foy webster all right that's really been like her drawl and the way she sings that song and the longing in her voice is very very appealing and it ma makes it very easy to learn the lyrics which i like and it's very sing-songy so it's like you can really get into it and turn up another song that i really like right now is i know by travis scott the song banger i don't know what it is about this song but i really like the flow uh, i like the lyrics makes me want to bust it out and another another song that i really like right now is um please hold i have to like scroll through my spotify playlist to see this ish because it's on my oldies playlist i really like the song babe by sticks s-t-y-x so those are my songs for this week thank you guys mucho 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 for listening to me talk it was really nice i hope to see y'all again but um yeah season four i'm gonna try to come up with ideas i'm gonna be a big girl doing myself but if my three listeners three followers really want to hear something let me know text me i will talk about it and i will give you a shout out i'll give you a follow for follow how about that
All right. Well, thank you for lending me an ear. And um, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.